Hello and welcome to a Fenway Bowl edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. I am your host, Jordan Hoffeditz, and we will kind of take the first look that I've done a little bit with this Fenway Bowl matchup with Boston College. Um, obviously, certainly was disappointment on uh, Selection Sunday when it was released that SMU would not get the group of five spot in the New York six bowl, uh, with Liberty maintaining a one spot advantage in the college football playoff poll. Um, you know, obviously I think some, uh, interesting things there with the committee talking out of both sides of their mouth about talking about how Florida state wasn't, uh, qualified, uh, to make the college football playoff because of their strength of schedule and going undefeated wasn't enough and then to say that Liberty went undefeated and that was enough uh, to be the highest ranked G5 team uh, was a little interesting. Um, I think there are most people out there who understand uh, what this SMU football team is uh, and to get penalized for playing tough teams uh, is an interesting choice. But I think ultimately um, everything with the experience of going to a New Year's Six Bowl game, obviously the uh, prestige that goes with it, the money uh, that goes with it, uh, which is certainly something Florida State and the state of Florida has brought up uh, as far as the college football playoff goes, um, is not to be overlooked. But at the same time, um, I think this is a great opportunity uh, for this team to go out and play a future conference opponent, beat a future conference opponent, win 12 games for the first time since the 1930s and only the second time in program history. Now, I know SMU football has been on the outs for a while since the death penalty, but for as good as this program was and had been, that 12 wins has only happened once. And yes, I know, you know, that was back before seasons weren't as long. There weren't conference championship games. I, I understand that. There wasn't necessarily the opportunity to play 14, 15 games. Uh, at that point in time, but uh, for this team to have a chance to win a 12th game, finish the season on a 10-game win streak, win the first bowl game in a while, I mean, there are a lot of things uh, to get excited about this bowl game. Sure, it's on December 28th at 10 a.m. Dallas time, uh, and you feel like winning the AAC should have gotten you something better. Uh, then this bowl game, I understand it, uh, but it is what it is, and let's be excited about what it is because this is a chance for SMU to um, announce its arrival uh, to the ACC in a big way. Uh, obviously, Boston College is not the cream of the ACC crop, um, but you know, it's certainly a team that's in that conference. Uh, it's a team that won conference games. Uh, and so if SMU can go out uh, and get a win and get a convincing win and say, and hey, we're only getting better, uh, I think that will put the ACC uh, on notice a little bit. Um, and we won't even get into Florida State's meeting that was held on Wednesday and all of that nonsense. Uh because we know when it comes to conference realignment and teams leaving and teams staying, uh, it 
can be a drawn out process or it can happen faster than you expected it to happen. So we're not going to speculate. Uh, but yes, SMU and Boston College will take uh, the field at Fenway Park uh, on December 28th at 10 a.m. Central Time. Um, and it's interesting because uh, Coach Lashley talked about it again and, you know, did before the conference championship game, did, uh, you know, at the press conference with the bowl announcement and did again at media availability uh, on Wednesday where the bowl game, and he's right, unless you're in the playoff, the bowl game is your is a standalone game. It's, at this point, it will be almost a month removed from the conference championship game. Uh, it's certainly not the same team you will have next year uh, when you graduate some guys and all of that. And, you know, a loss won't take away anything that this team did. But in talking to the players, uh, in talking to Coach Simons, they they want to win this bowl game. This isn't just a hey, let's go to Boston, throw some snowballs and have some fun. Um they know what a 12th win means in this program. They know what a first bowl win in a while means for this program. And quite frankly, they know the seniors on this team, uh you know, Elijah Chapman, uh his name gets brought up a lot, Tyler Levine, his name gets brought up a lot of guys that have been at SMU for a long time and have not won a bowl game. And they want to win the bowl game for them. Uh, and I think that says a lot, uh, along with the fact that you aren't having guys opt out. And I know SMU is not necessarily a place that's going to have a lot of guys do that. Um, but at the end of the day, this team that takes the field uh, at Fenway Park will look a lot like uh, the team that played most of this season. Obviously, there are injuries uh you know, Preston Stone being the the headliner uh, of that certainly uh, will not be playing, but you're going to look almost exactly like the team that went into New Orleans and really dominated uh, the defending champion uh, Green Wave and and took home that, that trophy that's eluded SMU for so, so long. Uh, and so I think that says a lot. I think it says a lot that you had, even during the season, a guy like Brandon Crossley say, hey, I'm healthy enough to play, but if we do this right and I only play four games during the regular season, I haven't redshirted a year. There's my redshirt year. I'm coming back in 2024. He did that during the season when you felt like things were going the right way, but you didn't know that they were going to end up doing what they did. You could think it, but you didn't know. But he made that decision before he knew. Then you have Jonathan McGill and Elijah Roberts, and especially Elijah Roberts, who had the season he had. Maybe not some of the postseason honors he should have had, but, you know, I mean, he was named an All-American. He did some ridiculously good things. His draft stock was probably pretty good. You have a Jonathan McGill who doesn't really have much else to prove uh, from his degree standpoint of Stanford and SMU from being a captain at Stanford, a captain at SMU. Uh, but he's coming back for another year. Uh, I think that says a lot. And so that's not, and that's not even saying, Hey, the bowl game is going to be my last game. It's saying the bowl game's going to then carry over the next year for me. 
so I think that says a lot. I think it will be fun to see Kevin uh, take the field again. I think it will be interesting to see what he looks like in start number two that comes, like I said, almost a month after start number one. Can you know they got a little time off a couple weeks when the coaches finished up their uh, latest round of recruiting uh, before getting back to the field. Kind of able to step away from it, then jump right back in and again prepare as as QB one uh, within this offense, uh, working with new quarterbacks coach Derek King, uh, as was announced on Wednesday and confirmed by by Coach Lashley that he would be taking over that spot uh, for Coach uh, Brewer, who left to become the offensive coordinator at. Duke uh, under Manny Diaz, who was obviously the head coach at Miami when Lashley and Brewer were there in 2020 and 21. Um, on that note, uh, Coach Lashley said they know what they're doing with the running backs coach uh, situation, but just haven't aren't in a place to make it official yet. For me, that means one of two things. It means you have either it's a someone on staff and you've got to kind of adjust some on staff things uh, with that one, um, or it's someone who's on a staff that is playing uh, a bowl game still. Uh, so we'll see what ends up coming of that. Um, I've got a couple murmurs, uh, but nothing too substantial on the way that they are leaning just yet. Uh, but I would expect that to probably come pretty quick uh, after uh, bowl season uh, for that. Uh this is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, as far as the game goes, I think the most is Boston college quarterback, uh, Thomas Cassianos. Uh, he was at UCF last year and actually played late, uh, in UCF's win against SMU. Uh, he can be an electric guy. Uh, he was a four year starter in high school who I think totaled over 10,000 yards, uh, passing and rushing combined um i think had almost 40 touchdowns combined as a senior uh in georgia's i want to say top or next to top classification uh well they moved to 7a so i think uh he was either in uh 5a 6a school uh where county it's a, a well-known program around there a little bit around the state um i'll all to say he's a really good football player um, who, yes, plays on a what you could argue is a not very good football team, but he's a difference maker. If you allow him to take over the game, he will take the game over. Um, and so, you know, I mean, you can look at Boston College's record it's, and schedule. It's not impressive. I mean, they lose to Northern Illinois 
in overtime to open the season. They only beat Holy Cross by three. But, you know, they only lost to Florida State by three. They lost to Virginia by three. Or they beat Virginia by three. They beat Army by three. They took it to Georgia Tech a little bit. They beat UConn by a touchdown. They beat Syracuse by a touchdown. And then, obviously, the the end of the season was rough. 26-point loss to Virginia Tech. Eight-point loss at Pitt. And then a 25-point loss against Miami. No, they're not the cream of the crop. But I, th- I think you look, and they're pretty competitive. I mean, they're going to keep the game relatively close. I think you see that throughout most of the year. It fell off a little bit towards the end, and SMU might be able to take some advantage of that, and we'll see what happens. But again, I think the biggest thing is you're not playing in the Frisco Bowl. You're not playing in your home stadium. You got out of Texas. You're playing a future conference opponent. You're playing a P5 opponent. Um, And I think that means something. I think it means something uh, to the players. I think it means something to the coaches. I think it should mean something to the fan base. Um, And we'll get into uh, Boston College a little bit more later in the week, kind of breaking them down a little bit, looking uh, close to Castellanos, looking at the rest of the offense, the defense. Uh, They do have a defensive-minded head coach uh, in Coach Halfley, um, who was, where was he? Oh, Ohio State uh, defensive coordinator. And he's coached in the NFL for years. Um, You know, was a defensive backs uh, assistant before that. Um, So... Um, and he's been there. This was his third year. They're still trying to get Boston college football to be a thing. Um, but I think if anybody knows how hard that can be, uh, knows is, is an SMU fan base. But I mean, to go from three wins last year, back to six and six, back to a bowl game, uh counts for something would you rather play an Oregon in a New Year's 6 bowl knowing you might lose by 30 35 40 would you rather play this game against a future conference opponent where you might win by 28 35 40 I mean, I think that's that's certainly a, a way to look at it, and this is a, you know, this is a team that won three conference games last year, so I think it's a it, it can be a measuring stick. No, this is not necessarily the Boston College team of twenty twenty three. You know, they've had some some entries to the transfer portal. No, it's not the Boston College or SMU football teams of twenty twenty four when they meet next season, whenever that. Uh, game uh ends up being played uh when the conference releases the dates for that but uh i think it's a fun opportunity i think have fun with it take it seriously go out win the game and go from there i think it's massively disappointing i think this team earned 
uh, that New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, I think if this year's Liberty and SMU teams played 100 times, I think SMU could very possibly win 100 uh, of those games. I think SMU could probably beat uh, quite a few uh, teams ranked higher than them in that college uh, football playoff committee poll, uh, whatever its official name is. Uh, I think it was disappointing to hear the reasoning for leaving Florida State out and the reasoning for keeping Liberty above SMU being pretty much polar opposites. Um, but hey, you play the games that are on your schedule. That's what uh, this has taught you. And for SMU, Boston College is on the schedule. It's essentially a home game for them. Uh, go out, get a road win. Uh, make that, uh, begin that ACC uh, process a little earlier than expected and go from there. Uh, I think it's really a chance for uh, this team to cap off just a really incredible 2023 season. Uh, and I think that should be the focus and not any disappointment or, or anything like that. Uh, so that's that's what I'm taking into it. Uh, that's what I hope you guys are taking into it. But I think it's going to be a fun game. You know, playing a football game in a baseball stadium, a historic baseball stadium, you know, playing a couple days after Christmas uh, in a place where it's going to be cold. And I guess at points uh, there's been snow in the forecast. So we'll see. Uh, I just hope it's a, a fun situation, uh, a chance to make that last little bit uh, more of, of SMU football history for this year's team and to send those seniors uh, out on a high note. Uh, so until next time, thanks for listening. Pony up.